Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Book Book Society, the Nom Book Club. In this episode, we're going to do our May wrap-ups. Yeah, May. Sometimes I forget what month we're in. I don't know. Sometimes it feels like we're Time in the- isn't real, it's fine. No, I can't yeah. believe it's freaking June. Ugh. I'm still in March 2020. But anyways, in this episode, we're going to do our May wrap-up. It's going to be an interesting one. We're talking surrogates. We're talking... <laughs> One book, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> no books. <laughs> um, so I think we're just gonna have Shay kick it off because she read a lot of books this month. I think you read more than me. I don't, uh, you've read like 37 books about surrogates and sheep and wolves. I and I read 31. How many did you read? Uh, 17 and uh, 18. Okay. Then yes, never mind. <laughs> Do I save the surrogates for last? <laughs> Do we just jump right in? It's up yeah, to you. Jump right in. <laughs> well, how how many books did you two read, Amal and Virginia? Oh, I read uh, a really big number. Um, <laughs> one. <laughs> I feel like you should count the fifteen books you have started. <laughs> I have like eight books started. I just started another one today. <laughs> I have a problem. Or did they just not good books? Like, no, I like them. With them. No, I, I like all of them, but um, I just don't want to read right now. <laughs> so you that makes sense. read so something you just else. Keep starting. Yeah. So I like I. It's not like I hate any of them. Besides the one, I'm just like annoyed with, and I think that's the one who's that's put me in the slump. But I'm like going back and forth between a few of them, <laughs> but I just don't feel like staring at my phone and I don't have any of my physical copies started right now and I don't know I'm just <laughs> reading is just not it for me this month I don't know what about you Virginia I read two novellas which I just want to point out that in the spirit of the non-book club which is it's not a book club I think I am in, and <clears throat> I am in through that spirit that it's a non-book club which is otherwise I would be kicked out honestly because I haven't read anything (laughs) I will say that although I understand where you're coming from it does make it difficult to film episodes (laughs) (laughs) I know it's my fault but uh, I could I could just blame because when we started in February and I read my m- most books were in January where I read 18 and then after that I just kind of lost <laughs> are I'm, you blaming us no I'm gonna blame wor- I'm gonna blame <laughs> it's wor- that whole no- it's that book club name you know that like makes she you said, not want to do anything anymore she said, not that I'm gonna blame you guys but I read 18 books in January and then we started the podcast in February and since then I read and I stopped reading <laughs> yeah no I but no I have I have four books started that I need to finish, but yeah, I know I, I, and this month I didn't even read fanfic. Like usually like I'm reading fanfic and like I'm, I'm still reading, but this month I just didn't want to read anything. I didn't, I didn't even watch TV. It's so I was gonna, just a big work month. I was going to ask if you at least watch series based off books like Bridgerton, but. No, I didn't do, I don't, I don't know what I did this month. <laughs> Was this month it worked. Real? 
You were yeah, uh, work, working 34-year-old. Oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Before we all descend into an age crisis. <laughs> um, I guess I'll kick it off with the shifter surrogate. Please do. I want to get it out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's been hanging over my head since the end of the May, knowing that we were going to record this episode, knowing I was going to get judged for my reading choices this month. Um, So it all started with The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert, because in one of our previous uh, controversial opinions, I mentioned that Katie Robert doesn't generally put her books on Kindle Unlimited. However, Dragon's Bride was on Kindle Unlimited. So I thought, what what the heck? I've never read a monster romance. Might as well give it a try while it's free. Um, loved that book. I was very surprised at how cute it was for it being like a monster romance. Um, and it set up the world for future books really well because they start off with like an auction of humans, essentially. And um, the first book is um, the monsters. And then the next one is like the, one of the other monsters that was there. So it all starts at this little human auction. And um, Spice was good. It was, I tend to find Katie Robert Spice quite exhausting <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. There's just always so much going on. No, there, it is. I, I read like five of her books, well, four of her books in a row. And I was yeah. like, I couldn't. I had to go. I don't to know like what Sarah. it is about her spice, but it's just like is. it's a lot. Um, but then I went to um, one of my favorite TikTokers' pages because she's read a lot of monster romance, and I <laughs> I then found lawyer dragon surrogate, and it all went downhill from there. Um, <laughs> lawyer lawyer dragon surrogate was book two no I think maybe book two in its series I don't know somehow I ended up in the middle of the series without actually starting the first book and that one was significantly better than it the rest of them um it had a decent storyline and the shifting part of it actually held in the plot throughout most of the story unlike the next book dragon brother surrogate um had nothing to do with him being a dragon at all and (laughs) I didn't really like it and then somehow my Kindle recommended somehow as if you're reading those books and your Kindle's just learning your patterns I just I don't understand how it went from wolves or from dragons to wolves like how it made that it's part of Jeff Bezos agenda (laughs) (laughs) um so I read the wolf surrogate it was the first book in its series, so it made much more sense than the previous two that were in the middle of a series. Um, and then I read Wolf's Curvy Surrogate. Um, coming out of the whatever that was, I now realize that that book was horribly written. Don't like it. I think I gave it like two stars. Um, and then sure you gave it three. <laughs> I think I gave it like, I might have given it two and a half. Um and then I read Cowboy Bear Surrogate, and that was just as bad, if not worse. So you were really um, into surrogates and you shippers. gave Wolf's Curvy Surrogate three point two five stars. 
but was that on my instagram post no yeah. check on her check on her actually you know what because she rates everything differently on different I apps do. i bet you it's I, different on like goodreads and storygraph it's probably different on storygraph i'm gonna catch uh, twitter because that's what she no twitter was my first ascent like my that, first initial that's why. <laughs> and no don't because <laughs> i'm gonna check storygraph you check goodreads I would check either my Instagram post or Instagram was 3.25. Oh. And you did that yesterday or like a few days ago. I I think yeah. Well. Well, explain yourself. Did you check my Goodreads? <laughs> okay, what was what was this book called? Wolf's Curvy Wolf's Surrogate. Because I think my Goodreads was different. Uh my you gave it on Goodreads. Harsh. I can't do half or quarter stars on Goodreads. Oh, you, on Good on Storygraph, you gave it three point two five. Mm. I'm checking Goodreads right now. It's just loading. <laughs> One of, each of us take a an app <laughs> to check. On you gave it three stars, and you said for the most part I enjoyed this story. I'm a sucker for a sad backstory and a cowboy Jed delivered. I got a oh, li- I got a teeny bit lost in the middle, and the development didn't really make any sense to me. The fact that he previously bullied her didn't really add to the angst you would expect. It was a it detail not. I could have done without, and to be honest, their entire relationship felt underdeveloped. The wolf it shifting did. also didn't really hold much relevance to the plot, so I was quite no. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the way I in my goodreads reviews i actually get a lot more in depth because I, I can like sit and write and think about it i can try but, to call you out for a reader you're acting like you gave it two stars in reality you gave it 3.25 fair enough <laughs> okay so i gave it 3.25 stars uh cowboy bear surrogate though that i'm pretty sure i gave that one like two and a half stars because well, that maybe one maybe you should just stop saying the rating I you yeah I'm not gonna break things. Oh, no, that one you gave did. it two point five. Two and a half. Okay, because yeah. that one was Back bad. Checking. That one was really bad. <laughs> I, I I I don't know how harsh I was in my Goodreads review, but I think I hated that book. Um, I have a question. I'm afraid to give them one stars. But I'm very I, afraid to give books one star. I, I I have a question because they're all they all have the name surrogate in the title, and you hate the pregnancy trope. So I do. Why are you reading them? um because weren't they all about pregnancy since it was surrogate thing i don't so with the pregnancy trope i don't like it when it's thrown in as a plot twist to like test the characters um i don't mind it if like and i know we've talked before about how sarah adams books can kind of feel childish but with her um the temporary roommate where she was pregnant most of it I didn't mind that because it wasn't a like test in terms of their relationship it was a point that was made clear from the beginning okay so it's more like the the twist part of yeah I don't like the plot twist like when it's used as a plot twist um I don't mind the pregnancy trope when it's something from the beginning or it's like a very clear idea that you have that from the moment you read the book that's what you're going to get um, I don't like it when it's used in like almost a malicious manner by the right. Yeah, and, and I get author. with the the surrogate name in, in, the, in the title, you you knew what you were getting. I knew what I was getting. Yeah. Um, though I kind of shifted from surrogate romance 
um, because Son for the Alien Dictator was not technically a surrogate romance. Um, that one, she, her sister was the surrogate for this alien dictator dude. And she was getting, uh, going to his planet or town or whatever, wherever he ruled and was supposed to, um, check on the kid for the sister. And I actually really liked that one. I didn't so much like the dictator dude at first. But then you kind of see his interactions with the son and he's like better. Um, so I think that one I might have rated like 3.75 4.5. Um, so I actually really kind of liked that one um, compared to the others. And then I read more monster romance towards the end, but I'll let someone maybe save our readers for a minute or listeners for a minute. Let's get a laundry in there. Yeah. Give us some romance go- to distract from whatever that was. <laughs> I can go next, but um, the first four books of my month were the Birdman Brothers series. <clears throat> it's funny because I read them in preparation for the fifth one, and then I just haven't read the fifth one because I don't want to be done <laughs> with the me. books so I did far. the same thing. <laughs> That's um, actually a video on TikTok where they're like, what was your most anticipated read that you've gotten but you haven't read yet? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I read them. Um, they were all rated either four and a half to 4.75. None of them made me cry, so none of them got five stars. But a 4.75 is, like, pretty high for me. Um, the first one, Ryder and Willa, I really liked it. Um, Ryder is just so grumpy and like misunderstood and Willa is just going through a lot and like doesn't know how to talk about her emotions um so 4.75 Ryder is also really well adjusted emotion wise in my opinion and Willa is just not um so that was like I felt like Willa and I wanted a writer that was like girl it's okay to cry like (laughs) just talk it out um then I read Always Only You which is Soren uh Oren and Fran Franny um, I also really like that one. She's a little bit grumpier. Not a little. She's definitely grumpier. Um, yeah, so like I like the... Time. Yeah, so that also got 4.75 stars. Then I read after, Ever After Always, which is Freya and Aiden. It's Marriage in Crisis. I love that. Um, and I think this is probably my favorite in the series because there's a lot more of like the sibling dynamics in this one with like the brothers kind of being menaces. Um, so this one got 4.75 stars as well. And then with you forever which is Axel and Rooney the school one got four and a half which is the lowest I've read any of them I thought it was gonna be my favorite like in the first 100 pages but it they were all kind of isolated from everyone else um and I know Virginia and I both really like like when they're together with all the other characters especially in interconnected series and then it all kind of felt rushed towards the end like there's this thing that they're hiding that you never like they never talk about the family finding out even though the book is about about family and like them all being close um but it still got four and a half and I read book lovers I absolutely love Emily Henry I know Shay is not reading it yet because people are still talking about it but it's so good Nora and Charlie are so good and it's titled book lovers because Charlie and Nora are book lovers but I think it's also for the readers because there's so many good quotes in that one for readers that one is like a little bit more sad than previous Emily Henry books or like heavier maybe is the right word I think people you meet on or people you meet on vacation isn't like sad at all I do think yeah. uh Beach Street is a little bit sad and that one made me think just because of the situation of the dad mm-hmm. um I think book lovers everyone says it's like the older sister book 
I'm the youngest sister, but I'm like the responsible sibling. So it also kind of felt like my book because I'm the one that's like trying to take care of everyone, which I do think made it a little bit sadder. Um, but I really liked it. Five stars. And then I'll save a few more. <laughs> so shaken. Go. <laughs> As a palate cleanser. <laughs> We're going to need it. <laughs> you guys want to save your book? <laughs> I can start like the first one I... Uh, yeah, it can't read. be the only one with weird reads. Go on, Virginia. <laughs> the first novel I read was because um, I got intrigued by Shay's last time, um, <laughs> railed by the Easter Bunny. So yeah. I read that one. And you know what? Shay was right. I really liked it. And it made it for like, I felt like it, it read as a, as a prologue to something larger, like yeah. an introduction to a new world. And I really want to know what happens after. So um, I, I enjoyed it. Honestly, with just that title, I wouldn't have re- read it. But with Shay's recommendation, um, I'm glad I did because I enjoyed it. Now I just need the other two to read it. <laughs> Eventually, I think it's like less than 100 pages, right? It's 50 pages oh okay uh, i'll so, leave my yeah. second book for afterwards it's also a monster romance so. <laughs> oh do you want to say yours right now Mar? come back to it later i can say it uh the only book i read was uh one percent of you by michelle gross it was good i gave it a four stars it was uh it's a single mom um single mom trope and like neighbor Thing. and I read it because I saw a TikTok about um, lactation kink and I was interested into seeing how they would talk about it and they don't really talk about it he just kind of does it like she's just away. like okay yeah and then and the girl's all just like her name is Hadley and that's the only reason I continued reading it because I loved Hadley from the Mindfuck series I was like mm. It's cute. That's a cute name. So, what series is she uh, from? Just kidding. Mine. No, yeah. <laughs> Listen, she did ask me what series had one was dumb moment, <laughs> and it's held against you forever. <laughs> this one especially, I, it's because uh, she saw she saw a edit on uh, Twitter about Lana, and she asked the Twitter uh, person to be like, "Hey, can you make one for a Hadley?" And the person was like. Where's this Hadley from? And I was like, the book? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just and they were like, like, oh, I read it so long ago. I can't remember. I was like, how? We literally got a Hadley. And like, how do you forget her? Because yeah, like, and she's she like, helps Lana. It's like a big. And she's part in of the, the freaking like epilogue. She's okay, one of the Lana, four. Logan, Hadley, and who's the who's the other guy? Give me the guy's name. Jake. But- Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shay couldn't say you couldn't think about I it. I was gonna me. say it and then she said Jake. <laughs> Actually, I almost said James first. I, I, was I only know I only know for sure it's Jake because we had a discussion about this last time. <laughs> but yeah, so um but yeah, it was a good book. It it was it felt a little rushed at the end, just like the conflict wasn't that conflicty. And they, it's a, it is a slow burn because they don't really get together until like, probably, like sixty percent. I don't even think the first kiss is like until, like almost seventy percent. Oh wow! So it was a slow burn, but it didn't feel like it just because they had so much interaction with each other. 
just is never there a lot of interactions with the kid yeah yeah the kid and she's pregnant so she um finds out she's pregnant and then finds out her current boyfriend is cheating on her and mm. she leaves him obviously and then that's like a prologue and then in the first chapter it jumps to she's seven months pregnant and he has just moved in next door that and sounds so, actually really cute yeah it wasn't it wasn't that terrible it was cute um like her parents are super supportive and then the ex-boyfriend's mom is just a bitch but wasn't that terrible doesn't sound like a great yeah it wasn't well i don't want to say it was like the best book in the world like usually tiktok recommendations never pan out for me because people focus on such a small detail that doesn't really in my opinion like like, big thing in the book yeah and this time like the whole the kink was like i think only mentioned twice or yeah maybe twice or three times and she never addresses it like she never asks him about it she never is like she's like oh yeah it's happening and it's happening like there's no i don't know i don't know why except he just it puts it like in that. his coffee right no he literally drinks it from oh her. why was i thinking that he put it in his coffee yeah and at the very end i don't know if it, like, he, they, or wasn't the there epilogue, is there another book where that happens there probably is but okay like this is like it's not his kid obviously the mm-hmm. first kid and then they have a kid later on in the epilogue and he's still like sharing like he's ta- he talks about how he wants to share with his son or his daughter i don't even remember <laughs> that's kind of weird mm-hmm. but a uh, kink is a kink whatever I'm but, i've read weirder books so <laughs> yeah i did like the interactions between them like those were really cute and that's why uh like the book was redeemable for me because like the kid was really cute like her uh her other kid and his reaction like his interaction with the kid was really cute oh but yeah i liked it four is still really good for me four is a good rating (sighs) i'm trying to go back to monster romances well to finish out my monster romance well i read some other books in between my two monster romance binges um so i read the stand-in by lily chu it was an arc that got released early in the month of may it was really good it was kind of like um the princess swap on netflix where there's like a famous person and then this regular girl is like her doppelganger and the print the famous person kind of needs a break and so the regular girl steps in for her um because her mom is in a assisted living home um because she's got dementia and they're trying she's trying wants to get her into this like really good living care facility um that specializes with patients with dementia and it's really expensive and so she agrees to help this actress out because she needs the money and it's only supposed to be for a short period of time and of course the actress is seen with this guy pretty regularly and so people kind of like speculate that they're dating and they go out everywhere together um the romance was very minimal in my opinion but that didn't really deter me from the story at all i actually enjoyed the story of her and her mom um because i work in a skilled nursing facility so i deal with patients with dementia and alzheimer's and all sorts of things um so 
a few of those things like hit really close to home and the story overall was really good. I felt like at the end, there were some things that probably should have happened sooner so that you could have more time at the end to kind of explore the conclusion and like the after. Um, So I found that to be a little disappointing, but like overall, I think it was really good. I think I gave it like four stars, maybe four and a half stars. Um, And then I read this, the first two books in this like reverse harem. Um, This girl is like in the witness protection program and she moves in next door to these guys. And to be honest, I couldn't remember much about the book. They were good while I was reading them, but I don't remember much. So I'm sure they're probably like the three and a half, four star read for me. Um, And then I read, or I started reading the Kish Quotient trilogy and I loved it. And I think I rated them all five stars. But my favorite is definitely The Heart Principle because I sobbed. I mean, I cried during the other two, but like I sobbed during the last one. Um, That one really hurt. Hurt me, hurt me very much. Um, So someone else can go, Alondra. I'll go. I was just looking up how to pronounce Uva. Oh, Oh. Uh, so my (laughs) next book was a man called Uva. Um, I just looked it up. Apparently that's how it's pronounce even though it's spelled O-V-E um, but I am not Swedish so <laughs> um, anyways I gave it five stars I went into this completely blind um, it just came up on this little library online that I shouldn't have been on if you guys are catching my drift <laughs> um, so I <clears throat> bought it <clears throat> and I really like it I didn't know what I had to expect but it was it was a little bit darker than I expected, but the writing was great. I gave it five stars. Um, I didn't Did you cry. cry. I didn't cry now that I'm thinking about it, but I still gave it five stars. So I guess. No, nope, sorry. Exception. It gets a 4.75 now. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you got to be fair. You got to be fair. Say, you gave a book you asked the lobotomy for four stars. You do not get We're to not dictate about mine. That We're not talking about Anyways, that right I gave it five stars. <laughs> Then I read again by J.L. Seegers. Um, I was bullied into reading this. It was <laughs> just kidding. It was really good. Um, I really liked Amina and Jax. I wish it was longer. Um, I had more thoughts, but I forgot them. I would better. love for that that novella to be long, like a full length book. Yeah, this was like, novella would be nice. Oh, the angst would like be mis- so good. This is definitely miscommunication trope, which I don't always love. Um, but I liked it. I gave it four and a half stars, but I'm excited to read. Um, what is it? Restore me. me. Restore me. Um, and then I read that's for wild. a different series of hers, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then I read something wilder by Christina Lauren. Um, I don't really think it's a romance. Like it has romance aspects, but I think it's mainly about Lily kind of reconciling with the past and the relationship with her dad. It's a little bit of an adventure where they're going on a scavenger hunt. Um, I really liked it. I gave it 4.25 stars. It's going to sound a little bit mean, but ever since Christina Lauren served with Love and Other Words, I've been waiting for them to serve. And they've been like giving me sides, but they haven't been giving me a meal. Um, but I gave it 4.25 stars. Uh, and then I read A Brush with Love by Maisie Eddings. I think that's such a cool name. And I really hope that's a real name. Um, 
but anyways <laughs> I really liked it um it had really good in my opinion like anxiety rep and depression rep um like there's things that Harper does that are mean and they're not nice and as someone that reacts negatively when I'm having anxiety attacks I really got it um my only caveat with this book is that the main uh male character his name is Dan and it's just hard to read a book with a name a guy named Dan I don't know can't stand Dan <laughs> um, <laughs> um and then I read Most of All You by Mia Sheridan and I think I'm gonna read that other one by Mia Sheridan soon like more, more than, than words. words yeah that one is not as good if you're expecting it to be the same as um uh that one it's not more than words is not oh. at all like the other uh, I just bought it on um book outlet so yeah, it's I mean and not not so don't get me wrong like it is good it's just not as good as, as most good. of all you. Yeah. it's kind of like, like the something wilder version yeah like <sighs> love in other words and most of all you are on the same have you read most of all you no it's not I you should need to I, I mean have you read uh more than words no, I've read Archer's Voice is the one of hers I've read. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for I've me read... personally, it would go um, Archer's, no, mm, most of all you, Archer's Voice, and then more than words. But like most I've of all you read... and Archer's Voice is like right next to each other. Sorry. Oh, I've okay. only read most of all you and Archer's Voice, but so far I prefer Archer's Voice, but I really did like most of all you. Um, I loved Ellie slash Crystal or whatever. Um, and Gabriel, again, he's, Gabriel just has been through so much shit and he's so well adjusted he like reminded me of writer but with a darker past mm-hmm. um it was really good I definitely recommend it Mia Sheridan has a way of writing that's just really easy to read and you can really like feel I just for wish the covers would be better I, I want to like read the, the Travis book but that you. Travis cover is so bad I know that's my only like ugh, I don't want to read it it's, it's actually like, why I haven't read it because yeah, I it's so odd the like cover. the three books like Archer Voice most of all you and more than words all have um like decent covers discreet covers and then all of her other books have male all- models on them yeah i think she makes the books like get a little bit popular maybe they're new but anyway yeah i give that four and a half stars i really like that one back to you shay i can go with mine um back to you virginia <laughs> yeah uh my last novella that i read was um, Okay, don't judge me for the title. It's Morning Glory Milking Farm. And <laughs> if you're going to judge, like, even the cover, you would look at it and you're like, eh, look, what is it? It's a monster romance. But honestly, it was sweeter than I thought it would be. And it's um, it's about this girl that works at a milking farm for minotaurs. And... Mm-hmm. She, it's her job you know so it's like she's just milking them and but no yeah so honestly I really liked it I if you like monster romances you people yes. should definitely read it it's um, <laughs> I will yeah. I will like Don't the worry. romance is really cute honestly for for what it's about like it was way more wholesome and sweet than I thought it would be and it has a story and I really enjoyed it. It's the first one in a series, and I think I'll, I'll read the second one when it comes you out. You got me with series. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's the first one. I think the second one comes out this month, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, no, I, I gave it five stars. I, I really enjoyed it, and 
I it, uh, I had seen it on TikTok a while ago, but mm-hmm. I was like, I was judging it by the cover. And I was like, do I really want to read something about that? And I don't know. I thought it would be like a person. Not not funny, but I, I was intrigued. I wasn't in a mood to read uh, something that I don't usually read. So that's why I chose that because it was short and it, would, it was like, different. Mm-hmm. And But I really ended up enjoying it because it's a really good romance, I find. Yeah. I, it's on my list now. <laughs> um, like how you said, I like how we're getting to jump into the title. Like, we can just hear Shay go, Wolf surrogate sheep or whatever. <laughs> you're just throwing in words now. <laughs> you're just, now you're Me? just making things up. Me? <laughs> um, so I read more monster romance. Surprise, surprise. Um, one of them was the flamingos faded mate which i so i had made a tiktok about all the surrogate romances that i had read and somebody commented to check out this book but they didn't ever give me the title i found this because i had a i did a deep dive search based on the information they gave me and found the book and i read it and it's the flamingos faded mate <laughs> <laughs> and this is it it's cringy, but it's cute. It's like, if anybody is familiar with like the Christmas Hallmark movies, it is the equivalent of that. It's like a paranormal Christmas Hallmark movie. Um, it's very wholesome. The girl is like really borderline cringy. There's a lot of gnome puns. Um but it sets up for the second book, which I am most excited about because there is an owl shifter who is um, pretending to be a baker, um, but she's actually a jewel thief. And she ends up eventually falling in love with the gnome shifter, hence the gnome puns. Um, And I really want to read that book because she seemed very cool. But... Then I read more monster romance with the Creature Cafe series, and I want to bully the rest of you into reading it so we can do an episode on it because I love this series so much. I'm just so. watching Alondra's face in the mall. Come on. I'm sorry. I have so many books I want to read. They're all like 100 pages or less. Yeah. Just, I literally I can't count them towards my goal. Them. Yeah, but you're art. You've reached your goal. But I don't want to. Come on. You can count them as like two books because they're what nine hundred pages. You can count like well, there's going to be ten books books that I have read that I want you guys to read that none of you have read. If you read this, it's unfair. If you read this series, it took you you months to read the kiss quotient. (laughs) And I was raving okay. about that for months. So come back to me in o- October. <laughs> then we'll talk. No. Okay. So I read like a oh, yeah. Last you know what? Month Give me five months. in October would be a good theme. It would be a good theme. Okay. October. Yeah, I'll come back October. to you. I'll come back to you at the end in of September. <laughs> so that we can. September is my see. birth month. You can't bother me with this one. Okay. October 1st. <laughs> for our listeners don't tell shay but i'm planning on ending our friendship before then no, i'm planning on ending it on september if you 30th think you have any choice in this friendship you're dead wrong we'll have um, gone to our little con i will have no obligation no 
Um, but anyways, <laughs> I convinced the, the rest of you to read it. There is supposed to be 10 books in this series, but there's only eight out right now. I'm not going to lie. The premise does sound kind of interesting. Like the So the it starts out in the prologue with the first book um, with this dude named the barista. I don't know if they'll reveal his like actual name in his book, which is the 10th book. His um, name, the last name, barista. Yeah. But it starts out the prologue. He is he owns this cafe and he is a matchmaker for all of the creatures and he matches them with humans. And every book in the series starts out with a prologue from the barista um, and the monster coming to him being like, I want to find love. And then he's like, okay, give me X amount of time. I'll send you a text and then you'll meet them here at the cafe whenever I tell you. And then from chapter one, the story concludes. Um, But it's really good. It's very diverse. Um, So if you don't like certain like pairings, there is at least something in the series for you. You have- covers are so ugly though. I think they're cooler than a lot of the shirtless male covers that I've seen. I will say like, I don't, I'm not a fan of real people, but at least like, I don't have to look at some dude's abs. Oh, your your wolf sheep one with literally naked cowboys, and I hated them. I hate those covers. But um, there is also throughout the series a story around the barista forming um, that obviously is going to get concluded in the last two books. But my favorite—I rated them all five stars. But my favorites were the fifth one, which is Al Luna and Quinn. It's two wolf shelf two wolf shifters and a human and then um ella and naomi ella's the human naomi is like a serpent snake type shifter um Mm -hmm. those two are my favorites but you get action you get spice you get plot you get found family um very kinky so if you've got any weird kinks you're bound to find them in this series <laughs> um yeah and i'll leave the rest of my like romances to give everybody a happy ending palette cleanser before we get <laughs> done um then i read the flat shirt by bethel leary i really liked it um it's a british book so i had to kind of deal with them talking about british stuff the brits but it was really cute it was a little bit more dark than i expected i think i just expected like a little fluffy romance um and there was talks about abuse so for listeners just you know trigger warning there's emotional abuse i'm like stalking in this um and then talks of jail and prison but i really liked it i gave it four and a half stars um it's about leon and tiffy and i I don't know. I also just really like the names. I like the name Leon and Tiffy, short for Tiffany, which I don't like, but I like Tiffy. Uh, clearly, I care a lot about these names, but I gave it four and a half stars. Um, then I wanted to be Shay, so I copied her and read Twice Shy uh, oh, by yeah. Sarah Hogle. Uh, I really liked it. I gave it four stars. It's a quick, uh, fluffy read. I like that it had, like, I don't always like when there's talks about like modern media stuff like fix and things like that and like dating apps but I think Sarah Hogle did a really good uh job of like incorporating it um Bigfoot uh 
Loch Ness Monster talk. It was all just really cute. Um, and I like how they kind of both helped each other work through the things that they needed to work through. Um, and Shay said it to me, and I think it's really true that Sarah Hokel is like a really good rom-com writer. Yeah. And that's really true. Um, and then I read Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I really liked the writing in this book. I liked the premise of it. There was a trope that I don't like towards the very end um and then there was something that the main character the main female character does to her close friend when they're like 17 18 that I just didn't like at all and it's almost like she never really faced the consequences for her actions she just kind of ran away and then didn't deal with them for 13 years until they saw each other again which I don't really love um but I really like the premise I really like the brother his name is Charlie um I don't know. It's one of those books that I'm like, sometimes it's four stars, sometimes it's four and a half. Really just depends on the day. Um, I do think that it kind of has like the same bones of love in other words, which is probably why I liked it. But I give that four stars. And then I I read these the series because I kept seeing these TikToks on them and everyone talks about Hannah Garrett and the off-campus series. And I just want to read them. Don't judge me, Shay. Um, so I didn't rate any of them, but I did read Off Campus, The Deal, The Mistake, uh, The Score, The Goal, and The Legacy. Um, I don't think I'm going to read the Briar U ones just because I didn't really write. I'm sorry, these books are written from like the male gaze. Like, it's like L. Kennedy was like, how can I be misogynistic, a little bit racist? And I, But I also couldn't put them down. Like, I've never seen the after movies, but that's kind of how I envision like as I was reading these I was like they're so bad but I want to keep reading um I didn't rate any of them and I don't regret reading them because now I understand these TikToks and I understand that half of them are really overrated like the big thing on TikTok is they'll make a TikTok about the one cute scene in the book and then that's how they get you and then you read it and it's like that's the only respectable thing that character did um Amal's yeah. faux pas with TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I should stop listening um, to them. I don't know why. But I read them. Um it was interesting. Everyone's been trying to get me to read that bad girl, good girls complex or whatever oh. by Earl Kennedy. Um, well, and then and there's I'm, bad girl reputation or whatever yeah. coming out. It's like and a I, duology. I might read it just because I kind of want to see how her writing progressed because I know the off campus ones came out like 2016, 2017, like five years ago. Um but also there's so many books I actually want to read. So we'll see. But that's how I ended up the mine. Um, and it is what it is. Are really you, Shay? So I did read Twice Shy by Sarah Hogel. And like Alondra said, I really think she is like a true rom-com author. Like I would like to see her books turned into film adaptions just because they kind of remind me of like the early to mid 2000 rom-coms like the feeling you get while watching those how it's just like very comforting comforting they're happy they're funny it just like all the feels and all the good stuff you get with rom-com movies um and then I read Lilac which is a Rockstar reverse harem and I was really at first turned off by it because of how long it is um 
but I ended up loving that book. Um, I think it's probably my favorite reverse harem. Um, very angsty because the uh, what, there was one faux pas I kind of had with it. The main character um, at one point says that she has a sex addiction. And after reading the addicted series, I think that was a misconception that she had of herself. Um, and so I was kind of disappointed that they didn't really explore that or there was no follow-up to it. Um, so that was, I, I think that was my only like kind of negative takeaway from that book. Um, but I really liked it. It was really good. And then I read Praise by Sarah Kate. Absolutely love that book. Um, I haven't read the second one yet, but I am excited to read it. I read Full Tilt. Broke me even worse than the first time I read that. Um, and then I read The Lords of Pain trilogy. Uh, anyways, and then I read Yes and I Love You by Ronnie Lauren and What If You and Me also by Ronnie Lauren. They're part of a series. Really, really good. If you like heartfelt rom-coms that have a little bit of spice I would definitely recommend those um they've got really good representation the first one um the female main character has Tourette's and social anxiety and the uh male main character has ADHD and then in the second one the female main character has PTSD um she went through something really traumatic in her past and um, copes by running a true crime podcast that kind of helps readers know what to do if they're ever put in that situation. And then the uh, male main character is an ex-firefighter who lost the lower half of one of his legs in an accident. And so he's kind of trying to figure out what to do with the rest of his life because all he's ever known is being a firefighter. And um, both stories are just really good. I cried during both five stars for those. Um, and then I read thief. It was also an arc and it kind of fell short for me. It didn't live up to what I was expecting, but I have an arc for the last book in that series. And so I'm kind of interested to see how it gets tied up. Um, so yeah. Was that it? Mm-hmm. I guess I want to let our readers know that Shay says she doesn't want to talk about the Lords of Mercy series. But she gave it four stars, although she did tweet this yesterday, um, June 2nd at 9.46 p.m. She tweeted, I would like to never think about this series ever again. Give me a lobotomy, please, and thank you. And then she proceeded to get on Zoom with us and talk about how she liked the writing in this series. So I just, before us all, I want her to explain, explain herself. Why would I torture you guys talking about it when I already talked about I'm it at length yesterday? I just I mean, said that I would say this in our podcast. So I felt like yeah, I, I mean, them. like the first book I didn't like because it was very heavy on the bully romance trope. And I've discovered that that's not really my thing, or at least maybe not in this book. Um, I feel like I might need to read one or two more bully romances to fully decide. Um, if it's maybe just this one or if it's all bully romance but then the second one got really fucking dark and I was not expecting it to get that dark 
but then there came a time where things started to turn around. Um, and so I really appreciated the development in the series. And the third one was a lot lighter overall. There were a few things that made me uncomfortable, but like the story, the pacing, the development of the characters, I think was really well done. The things I didn't like about it were more of a personal preference, not necessarily because I think the author did a bad job at telling this story, which is why I rated them four stars. But I also have no qualms rating it lower if I felt that the writing was bad, like I do with Mariana Zapata. <sighs> Sorry, I, I like Mariana it's Zapata. So childish. That's like, it's just I refuse to read thing. Mariana Zapata. It's I just I I mean I could fucking have a TED talk on why I don't like Mariana Zapata's writing, but and you would still be right. So that and I would r- still be a hundred percent right. And that's <laughs> your wrong opinion. And it's um, my right testimony. Just kidding. Um, and that wraps up. Would Jenny or Montague have any closing thoughts? I, you I'll know, read, I'll I'm read gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to help my, my hold myself accountable for <laughs> everyone that maybe. <laughs> right now, Alondra and I are carrying this podcast on our backs. <laughs> you are I'm tired. You, you guys, you I really think you guys are. read enough for all of us, K31 <laughs> and 19, 18. In my defense, they were mostly novellas. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And eight I is I couldn't 16, even read a so novella. I think that's, I read half of these were novellas because 16 of them yeah. were novellas. And this month was just for TV shows for me because I just watched like four documentaries that had like six parts each. And then I watched the fourth season of Stranger Things. And then I watched another show called Kingdom, which was like a south korean oh that one's really good yeah and with that we're gonna wrap up this episode (laughs) so we can go and watch stranger things Uh because we're doing a rewatch yeah (laughs) or the regular watch because i'm a regular watch for you (laughs) um well thank you for tuning in to another episode of the back the back the bad bitch society the non-book club the like bad bitch society. <laughs> the book bitch. And this is where we <laughs> and this is where we revoke Alondra's membership. Are, are we not bad bitches? You're gonna sit here and tell me that we're not bad bitches. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Book Bitch Society, the non-book club. Like always. <laughs> like always, new episodes come out every Tuesday at 9 a.m. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and really anywhere that you can listen to podcasts because you just can't get away from us. Like always, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay bitchy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Why do I wave like they can see me? <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.